This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today, oh man, you know, I didn't write down who, oh, it's Robin, excuse me. Robin, Robin sent us this question. I did write down who sent it in. <laughs> now we have a few Robins, but I, I try not to say people's last names on, on the podcast if they haven't given me permission. But Robin asked a question. She says, linings, linings, best fabrics for linings, when to forego lining, what does a lining add? Colors? Problems with lining, especially sleeves. Should the lining be slightly smaller? That is the that is what we are going to try and dig through today. This is from the podcast note. Mom and I have a shared note. Like, we both have iPhones. It's a shared note, so we can update it live to one another. And um, ZD thinks it's really cool, right, Mom? Absolutely. Yeah. Of yeah. course. She thought it was just a really neat thing. Yes. We're always texting each other or I'm sending her a screenshot or whatever, but then we get to like text about something else and we lose yeah, it. Yeah, and, and then we have a thread that has all the girls on it and yeah. me and it's a mess and it's we're, and we're yes. just a mess. You yeah. know what you know what screenshot I have in this note? Lisa, I believe you are a listener, Lisa W. And it's a screenshot of when she dropped the pin in her cocoa yes. and called it death cocoa. There was more than one. When there two? Well, no, yeah, I think there was, was two. A, this was the post. She says today's safety warning. Yeah. If is so, there one or two. In this there? I is just there. I thought two heads in there. Oh, you mean two pins? Yes. Yeah. No, that's like I think there might be several. Oh, okay. Possibly. Lisa says today's safety warning. If like me, you have been trying to break the habit of putting pins in your mouth as you sew, and instead dropping them into the pin box next to your machine. Find a place much farther away to keep your beverage because I have been absent-mindedly dropping well, pins in my mug and then sipping away at my death cocoa what for the What Lisa past. should know is <laughs> so. when you're drinking something in your um, studio, it should have a lid on it. Oh, touche. So, ah, that would be a that way was to do one, it. That's one of my rules. That should be a way to do it. Oh, the other thing. Rules. So someone was, glad you're okay, Lisa. Uh, of course, several people chimed in and were like, put one of those things on your wrist. I use a magnetic thing. And I said, she just needs to put magnets at the bottom of her mug. You know? Well, <laughs> Keep the and pins there, down there. there have been also people who have stabbed themselves using the wrist thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I stab so, myself using the magnetic ones too when I like pick it up sometimes. And I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but it's happened again recently where I've accidentally stabbed myself and I just get so mad. I just get so mad. I'm like, I just want to stop. You poor thing. I get so pissed off when I stick myself with a pin. Um, anywho, no, I wasn't asking for sympathy. I was just describing like this weird gut reaction I have to getting stuck with pins. Okie dokie. So linings from Robin. Yeah, Lisa, I just had to, I just had to share that because that's hilarious for people who aren't in the Facebook group. It's a, it's a shot. She's got like maybe a half a tablespoon left of cocoa in her right. in her mug and you can see the pins peeking out from the cocoa. 
So I want to say something that I just did. What did you just do? So Mallory's been sewing, and we sometimes we use the same machine, and I've been going back and forth, and I put a denim needle in, and I know that Mallory doesn't really want to use a denim needle, of course, on what she's sewing. Eh. So I had the denim needle in, and what I did is oh. I put... The needle box that the needle came in, I put it under the presser foot and put the presser foot down so that when she comes to the machine, she knows so I've been... So says she just did this, she means like in the last millisecond yep. she did Because I had it to the side. I had it yeah. to the side and I thought, she's not going to realize that I meant that's a... That's a, that's a you know, yeah. a clue. This is a Gretchen Rubin thing. It's a, what does she call it? It's like the unspoken rule or ask or something. So it's right. like you you physically do something that gives the other person a sign. And a clue so, or a sign. So there's or, no yeah. need. ZD doesn't have to text me and say, hey, there's a denim needle in the machine. And right. then I forget or, or whatever. I'm like, oh, I got to remember something. Uh, she's just popped the needle box, the little card, th- um, little flat needle Container. box under the um presser foot because presser now foot. i could i could put a post-it note in or something no I guess. this is good but this is good. this is a good idea because i took it out of the and ideally i've only used that one yeah, you think i should put it back in the box you probably could put it back in the yeah. box yeah you're, you're saying it i only used, used it, it to make a couple dog collars okay so. yeah well like I said in the last podcast, I'm not going to sew up those ginger jeans that are too small for me right now. So, yeah, maybe won't be working on denim right now. All right, so back to the linings. Thanks for that tangent, Lisa. Thanks for the tip, Mom. Uh, linings. Best. Okay, so let's just start off with best fabrics for linings. And this depends on what you're doing. Something that we've shared a lot. Uh, and talked about quite a bit is how you would often line a formal dress mm-hmm. with a cotton. Yes. Uh, which can be like nice and cool and breathable. And right. For instance, Hillary's bridesmaids. Yes. That she had her reception actually outside on our land, and it was July. And right. She couldn't be talked out of it, so I lined their dresses with a cotton let them actually I let them all pick out yeah, I, I laid out like five or six different cottons and said okay everybody pick, pick your lining you yeah. know and it was basically like a quilting cotton mm-hmm. you know a, a soft cotton and that way that was next to their skin instead of you know anything uncomfortable yeah so that is a lining that's next to the skin so you know maybe somebody's wearing like a bra and underwear under this but then it was a like a sleeveless sort of sheath and a full-length skirt. So the lining was going to touch everywhere else. Yeah. Okay. But there are also garments that get lined like a blazer, okay, where that garment's going to be worn over, over other clothing. Right. And I wouldn't want to line my blazer with cotton because no. I want it to slippy slide you, off when then, I want it. Right. Then slippy you, slide on. You're right. You want, you want something slick. So that yeah. would be a slick silk, a polyester... A rayon would work. That that rayon, um, what is it? Bemberg is often a popular lining choice. And then Is that uh, the plaid thing? No, no, that's something else. Okay. Um but I was looking on mood for something and there was this like stretch silk charmeuse. And I was like, mm, silk charmeuse lining for stretch. something. It did, had a little bit of stretch to it. Yeah. And it there 
for the Auburn, you can have a stretchy. You can make it out okay. of stretch, so you're supposed to line it. Right. Then you line it with stretch. stretch you know? Right. Um, and I was like, mm. And then I was like, I'm going to like just buy this and make all my underwear out of it. So, <laughs> so I, I'm just going to always wear silk underwear. So, yeah, it depends on the garment and, and how it's going to be worn. We didn't need those bridesmaids' dresses to like – slide off you no. know super duper easily whereas you don't want your um you don't want your jacket to be like sticking on you and that cotton has mm-hmm. a little bit of a you know a slight tooth so to did it, you read her you know? question yeah i read and it right it at the say? beginning well first her question was best fabrics for linings yeah okay and then she says when to forego lining okay so the lining should probably be lighter uh-huh. And not as heavy. Okay, like in weight, lighter in, in weight. weight. Okay, right. Well, and in color is important. So if yeah. I, I mean, obviously, if I have a light color, um, uh, fashion fabric, I certainly don't want my lining to show through. I mean, one would think, you right? Know, I mean, <laughs> and, and you know, um, yes, color, color. So is color important. definitely yeah. would matter, or the intensity of color, or the lack of intensity of your outer. Um, you know, fashion fabric. Yeah, how opaque is your outer fabric? Now, I used to line with almost anything. <laughs> That's, right. I mean, you know, I've lined with cottons. I've lined with polyesters. I've lined with silks. I've lined, and, and a lot of it has to do, how do I want that garment to feel and hang? Yeah. And um, I used to wear trousers, which we did a lot of um, in, you know, the olden days. Dress trousers like to work in, and of course I always line my pants because, and that was to keep them from like sagging at the knee. Mm-hmm. So that's there's a reason for lining. Yeah, we okay. So we did to maintain a, the shape of the outer garment. Yeah, that's a. I just wanted to bring up. We've done a podcast on linings back in 2018, but we thought we'd just dive in again here, um, and that was something you brought up. Wool trousers, uh, for example. Oh, your wool suiting can be a little looser weave, right. and you can choose a lining that's a little tighter to help support the shape of the garment, help so your body doesn't stretch it out of the knees or right, something like right. that. Yeah. The other thing... Um, tighter we, woven, she means. What did she I say? She said tighter. You said a lining that was tighter. Yeah, I'm sorry. A tighter mm-hmm. weave. I, I, Not I tighter than the garment. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, let's maybe skip to that part of Robin's question. She says specifically here, problems with lining, especially sleeves. Should the lining be slightly smaller? Well. What kind of sleeve? Okay. Right. So a jacket sleeve, the lining is actually a little bit bigger. I get, I don't know how to say this. Yeah. Well, okay. I think it depends because some, it depends on how the garment's strapped. It has, right, right. You know, generally, like if you're in a blazer, the lining is actually longer. Right. So in a bagged. sense, but it's him, it's yeah, bagged, it's uh-huh. what it's called. It's bagged. So in the sleeve, it is hemmed up higher so that it can bag down a little bit inside. And then also the back is yeah. usually bagged. Sometimes the front isn't always bagged, but always the back. Well, and the back will sometimes have like a pleat. It has right? a pleat yeah, right down the middle. Because mm-hmm. think about how it is when you, you know, um, 
cross your arms in front of you and right. pull your, the, make your back nice and broad, right? Uh -huh. You need that room. And you don't want your lining popping out right. at, you know, like the sleeve, at the sleeve seams or something. Right. And in, for instance, a blazer, I would probably have a much lighter lining fabric, lighter weight than outer fabric is what I'm thinking if I line it. Right. Because I don't have to line a blazer. Well, yeah, so that was another thing. Can I forego the lining? Mm -hmm. Probably sometimes. If, if you don't <laughs> want to add that layer of warmth or whatever, and your blazer maintains the shape you want it to. Now, a lot of times we talk about blazers now. They're, they're not as fitted. Yeah. They're loose. But if you have like a tailored garment, you're probably going to want a lining because that's just like the pants we talked about, getting the baggy knee or the baggy yeah, butt. Yeah, it helps. Because it's where you bend or whatever. It, you know, it helps maintain the shape. Right. So it's going to add more structure and, like, preserve the structure of mm -hmm. your outer garment. So, like, you might want to think about that because you worked really hard on this tailored garment, on these tailored right. trousers or whatever. Maybe right. foregoing that isn't actually foregoing. The idea. other thing the lining can do is keep the garment clean from the inside. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that you are not, um, you know, getting the body oils and everything on the fashion fabric. Right, right. So it serves a lot of, and we just mentioned warmth or not, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes you line things because you want them warm. Like if it's an overcoat, say, you may be lining it because you want it to be warmer. Right. Right. Or be put in a zip in lining that, you know, makes it warmer. Well, when she says things about like smaller or bigger. Yeah. Okay. It, that's where it's like sort of, what are you lining this for? Are you lining this for structure? Are you lining this for warmth? There, in our previous lining podcast, we talked about um, a technique in the style arc pattern of flat lining is what they call it. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you are dead and you have no heartbeat. <laughs> but it's just like putting two pieces of fabric together and using them. You treat it as one piece. Treat it as one piece. So you, I, I mean, I even cut it together. Yeah. So what right. happened with that garment, that cape, is they were the, the wings of the cape is what I called it. Right. You were going to see the inside of the wings of the cape. That lining was truly, I think, like for a more aesthetic purpose right okay so I could have like bound the edges mm -hmm. and if the inside of my outer fabric was acceptable everything's fine right. with me but they were giving you the option of cover up the wrong side of your fabric so like there's a difference between covering up the wrong side of your fabric just like accomplishing that goal right and then like preserving the shape of a of a tailored yeah. garment, and right? I, ha I hate to say this because I can't Sorry. think of the person's name, but they had just made like a poncho or a cape. Yeah. And they asked me, they asked about lining and they actually tagged me uh -huh. um, and you and in the Facebook group. And I said, she showed a picture of what she was doing. And I said, no, you don't. You know, she said, do I have to line it? And I said, no, you don't. Yeah. If it's the weight, if you think it's going to, you know, maintain, you know, all these things we've just talked about. Sure. And I said... You could just surge the edges and you don't, and it was something too, I think that wasn't even going to ravel that bad, but I said, you could, if you have a serger, you could surge it and give it a decorative surge. Uh -huh, so uh -huh. a very nice, you know, look to like, if you opened up the inside of that cape, 
you saw an effect that was meant to be seen. Sure. Right? Like, and it, yeah. and it, she did. She did a contrasting. Oh, my. I can't remember if she used a, uh, a variegated or what she used, but it... I, all I remember is it looked really cool when she when well, she did uh, finish it. On some tailored garments, too, you have a lot of stuff going on on the inside. And so a lining almost just provides a cleaner look. You know? Right. Okay, so, like, let's pretend you got a bunch of interfacing and right. crap on your... Well, <laughs> and, and, and again, it, maintain, it, it, it saves on the wear and tear it, of these seams. Yeah, so not just aesthetically, right. but, like, it's... it's um, it is protecting but that. this yeah. fabric was pretty and pretty on the underside mm-hmm. you know and she liked the weight of it. i mean she really didn't want to line it um you know and said do i have to you know and she wound up i believe you know doing a binding yeah on i the think edges. I, so what i did on that cape is i actually they wanted you to bind the edges mm-hmm. but i just did right sides together and flipped it yep. and sewed it in it was fine and actually Looking Which back. sometimes we call a pillowcase yeah. treatment or something. I kind of wish I hadn't lined it. Yeah. I think it's just, it's unnecessarily heavy oh, over on yeah. the wings. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's a cape. I mean, sure, it's going to, like, keep me warm, but it's not like it has sleeves. Right. So, like, if it's cold outside, I have to wear something with long sleeves. Right. You know, so it's not like it um is a coat, uh, right. you know. Uh, but it does have excellent range of motion, everybody. The style Capes Arknell are nice cape. to like drive in. Um, only if you pick the right pattern. Because right. I have that other stupid cape pattern, and you know, <laughs> I just got to get rid of that garment or something. I don't know what I'm going to do Not with it. Not happy with it. Yeah, because I can't freaking draw. I can't do anything in it. I mean, I can like sit there and look cute, you know. Right. Which I mean, valid, but uh, that is that is a, a a problem with some capes. Okay, let's take a quick break and come back and dig into more lining stuff. ZD, wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. sewing out loud. Okay. So I get the drift from Robin's question. Maybe she's tried out a few garments with linings or perhaps she's like thinking about making a lined garment and is maybe a little intimidated. Sorry if I'm putting words in your mouth, Robin. But the second half of the podcast, I want to focus on how you should approach a lined garment from maybe a bit of a beginner's perspective. Okay. So first of all, like a lining in itself isn't harder to make than the garment. Right. Right. Okay. It's so so don't be I guess linings do come with garments that might have a little bit higher skill level. 
okay, because of all the reasons we just outlined. Right. Maybe it's more tailored. Maybe it has more seams to it and it wants some structure. But, like, don't let the – don't skip the lining in order to simplify necessarily if you've never tried it without the lining. Right. And it's and, and yeah. the, the pattern is designed and written to have a lining. Don't go, oh, I don't have to do this. Yeah. You might want to, if this is your first time, include that lining before you – feel really comfortable making that judgment call. Right. Or if you do know someone, okay, if you do ask the group, has anyone made this without a lining? And someone's right. like, yes, it's fine. You know, or, or, you know, you might be able to make that, but you might want to err on the side of going ahead and lining that. Because sometimes when you take the lining away, or like I did with the cape, I had to redo the instructions a little bit. Yes. Uh, because the way I did it. Right, right. Because some of the finishes are yep. related to the lining. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, don't be, yeah, don't be so intimidated that you actually put yourself in a worse spot. Because you might be better off just, like, Why? following the yep. instructions. <laughs> because well, and some things, and like, 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 we keep going back to, um, you know, a tailored, constructed type jacket. of jacket or something. Yeah. There may be an interline, inner interlining, okay, which means it's 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 required like a stiffening. That's you right. Know, it needs a collar to stand up or a lapel to lay back flat or mm -hmm. something. Um, so you may need that lining to be able to encase that specific thing. That's right. So that just kind of goes again to. If you omit the lining, you may think, oh, I'm, like, cutting out half my sewing time. Right. And then you get to the end and you're like, oh, crap, there's this – these guts are hanging out. Or I don't know now how to make the facing not pop out of this jacket because right. of, you know, um, because there is no lining. So, yeah, you might be kind of, like, left in the cold a little bit uh, without doing that. So don't be afraid of the lining. Um I think that, man, most sewing patterns these days are going to give you fabric recommendations, you know, and go ahead and order some swatches. And if you do find, you're like, this is, um, I plan on making a lot of jackets and I like this right. or whatever. We've bought bolts of fabric before oh, that yeah. were like, this is lining, you right. know, uh, especially, well, this is getting, now, like, let's talk about swimsuits. We've bought, hey, this is right. swim lining. We can use. We this. have two colors for swim lining. Right. One sort of a really dark. I didn't say it's almost a reddish, ruddy There's brown. There's like a red one and a gray brown. Yeah, yeah. The gray brown is is not attractive on its own, in my opinion. No, it's. Not, I mean, it's like, how would I wear this to on the outside? Like, I but, can't yeah. picture it looking good well, on anyone. Well, here's the deal. It was really. Marked down yep. because nobody was buying it because of the color. No one and was And I said to Mallory, it. "That's swimsuit yeah, lining. Yeah, that's swimsuit That's lining. underpants. You know, that's this, that, whatever. Right. That, but that, that's you know, lining for anything lycra because, um, right. You know, that's what it was. So with a with a which, which brings up yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I think we're which yeah. brings up modesty. Yeah. So that's okay. I think it's you may something line. we we haven't talked about, and you may also pick a pattern that doesn't require a lining, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't say there needs to be a lining. Okay. Yeah. And I'm thinking specifically of a wedding dress that I had to now I had to make 
the pattern because it wasn't on the market. It was a Stella McCartney dress that I copied. It was the <laughs> wedding dress that... Um, I can't believe we wouldn't have talked about this in the first lining podcast, but we've talked about it we before. We probably have, but they were... Okay, so his current wife wore this dress that was designed by Paul's daughter, Stella, right? right? And at the time, I, maybe there's better pictures of it now, but at the time, they were like... A picture of part of the sleeve and a picture of part of the dress. You know, it wasn't like there were all these like full blown pictures of this um, dress. So I had to figure out what it looked like by the pieces and then, um, can, you know, draft a pattern and right whatever. And then it came down to choosing fabric. And we were, uh, we were new, we, Mallory and I realized at some point that we were going to have to order this fabric. We right. Could, and I said, I think it's just a crepe. It's probably a silk crepe, but I think a polyester crepe will work fine. I think we should look for a polyester crepe. And oh my gosh, wasn't it like, it was like seven dollars or yard. seven dollars? I yard. think we paid as it much amazing. for the lining, actually. Yeah. And then I, um, I think the lining we chose a um, what they call a china silk, which is not a silk at all. It's just a light polyester. Right. So I have the muslin on the person, and they love the muslin and how it looks and everything. And I say, now here are the fabrics, and you know we've got like white, and a couple got a off couple whites, like, you know, crews and yeah, stuff. yeah, and a couple. I think it was a couple different weights or whatever, right. you know. And we first chose what we thought was appropriate, and then let her see the choices. Yes, we came. You cur- don't curated. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. we curated so that you know it would look right. And I said, now, I will be lining this. You know, I'll line the bodice and the skirt. And she said, I don't want a lining. <laughs> and and it had long sleeves. And I said, well, I won't. I probably won't line the sleeves. I said, but I was, my plan is I need to line this bodice and this skirt. Or you need to wear a full slip. It's up to you. Right. Because you're going to be up in front of God and everybody. And you probably want your dress to be opaque. Right? Right. Oh, well, I didn't. I. You know, and I, I don't know why she said she didn't want to wear anything. Didn't even, but anyway, so we, you know, I lined that dress. Right, right. And, of course, it was like an ecru, an off-white. And, um, you know, it was very pretty. And I did not line the sleeves because I was going for modesty. Right. Well, and modesty, <laughs> that can be... Um, it's arbitrary. It's well, it's yeah. arbitrary, and it can mean. So we're talking about modesty and the fact of like kind of light coming through, right? So there is, you know, there are like lots of different effects that people can care about or not care about. So one is, can we see light pass between the space between your legs? Right. That's one thing, and then um, and can we see where your bra stops and starts? And and can we know. see your nipples? I wish people right. would be just much more upfront about. Because I I made that McCall shirt dress, you know, with the uh-huh. uh that was all screwed up, and they're like women with smaller chests can enjoy some freedom with the design with the pocket on the front, and I'm like what? And I'm like oh, the pockets will cover your nipples. <laughs> and so, so I'm like I know that with certain fabric combos I can get away without wearing a bra because. I've got now some people don't care if their nipples show, so then it obviously doesn't matter. But like, so me, I'm kind of trying to not have my nipple show. So if I choose a fabric of a certain texture, right? Um, actually, I always thought about this with leotards. So okay, a modest leotard. What does that mean, right? Um, if I would get 
a leotard that was made of a span like a nylon spandex or a poly spandex even if it was thicker it was like that fabric was just shiny and i'm like i just see my nipples right as I'm you see shapes. And i'm just right. not a, you know for me right. i didn't care i didn't care what anybody else looked like in their leotards you know that's the that's the way this whole body thing works is most people are like everyone else is wonderful and i look terrible you know and so if i would get a leotard that was a cotton spandex for that fabric was just Yep. I don't know what it's denser, you know, I think, is or something. And not it just, shiny. Not shiny. Right. It didn't it didn't provide it didn't give me that look. And I didn't need to wear another bra if I didn't have to. Right. So I was like looking for the opportunity to not wear another bra. And so anyway, I just wish people would be like, if you wear this, your nipples won't show instead right. of like get we dan- right. we're dancing around and, it. And, and yeah. <laughs> and modesty is arbitrary. Oh yeah, you know. Um, well, now Let's I say had this friend. instead of arbitrary, I think the right word is subjective. Subjective, that's yes. true. And some people don't like the word at all. They may use a different word or something, but what you know it, what we're talking what about. What it is is you should feel comfortable in what you are wearing. Right, right. So I had this friend who had this shirt that I absolutely loved, mm-hmm. and it was a sheer shirt with pockets with yeah. opaque pockets over the boobs uh-huh. right and she did not wear a bra with Nipple it and covers. it was so cool because like you could see her like her whole back through the sheer and uh-huh. everything and and she said well you should be able to make this and I said well yeah but I would never be able to wear it and she goes oh yeah you would and I said no my boobs don't stay in one place right <laughs> like I mean so it's not just the fabric right or can you see through it it is does it work? Well, there was a. I'm actually going to kind of get into this a little bit more. I've, I've ordered a few projects, products to try out, but a lot of people in the group were like, How do you get away without wearing a bra? Like, what do you do? You know, um, what are you wearing? What are you. Are you wearing like, uh, you know, a nipple cover, or are you choosing different fabrics or something like that? And someone did say K tape works. I found out Go they ahead. would line with a little bit of like bamboo, uh-huh. you know, in the garment, you know, to because they said I personally don't feel the need to wear a bra. Now, once again, this is not related directly to bra size. It's related directly to you. Right. your boobs and what you want to do with them you know it's not like or lining well, it's not direct i mean yeah it's not directly it's related, related to, to what you feel comfortable it's sort of like your mindset or your it's just what you know but through sewing all things are possible so you yes. you get to choose you know if you like this um you, and you know with the slip and idea some people choose not to line cuz they like slips and right. have slips and you know oh, this slip also has this thing about it that I like. Well, you know, know, the other thing, like with or without a bra, is when I I say, are you comfortable without a bra, what I, I mean, there's a mental comfort and there's a physical comfort. Oh, yeah, there's so so you know, um, it's different for everybody. It is, um, yes, it's not just an appearance comfort. Right. Necessarily. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Anyway, you are you are going to don't let this part of the garment be a surprise. There you go. Okay, like hold your fabrics up to the light. Think, okay, do I need an underlining? Have I chose? So you're how this started out was we we're saying, oh, what about a pattern that doesn't have a lining? But then 
you think you need one. Um, like maybe you choose the McCall's shirt dress pattern and you make it out of the embroidered mesh. Right. What are you going to do so that you can go out in public? Now you Mallory. have the. Bra- you so have, I wore a bra. You wore under a dr- it. Mallory had a dress that was netting. You That's know, what you, I was talking right, about. You could, the, <laughs> right. You could see right through it. And she actually wound up wearing a fancy bra fancy under bra. it. Mm-hmm. And it was. I mean, I amazing. just looked amazing. Just I just looked amazing. So Did you wear a slip? I don't remember. No, I wore the bra and leggings oh, that were okay. high waisted. Okay. I was not quite brave enough to wear, um, like high waisted shorts. Uh huh. And then I thought I would show per, for me what I think would have been uh, nice with the look. It's either like. For me, bra and leggings. So then a little bit of midriff is showing. Uh-huh. Um, legs are covered. Isn't that funny? Or, I couldn't even remember what yeah. you wore. Yeah. Or what I would have done was wear a slip that was short so that I was showing more leg. More leg. But uh-huh. no midriff. So for right. me, that was uh, more about like how it was cutting my body to look good for me like proportion wise you right know, like right, into, right. Like, which thirds of my how am i dividing my body right. up you know into that way so that was kind of what i was so that dress didn't for. have any lining it had no lining but you did on the placket did you not use um used a satin a satin on the on the button placket, on the placket mm-hmm. and on the collar mm-hmm. so that's, which is essentially a lining so in essentially a sense. yeah yes. when we we spoke in a previous podcast about you know, color, there are certain swimsuit materials we have that I would feel comfortable not lining. Mm-hmm. And then certain that I'm like, oh, well, if I'm going to use this light pink over right. my bottom, I'm going <laughs> to line this, you know. Well, and that's it. You know, I just saw a picture of somebody. It was really kind of, it was really pretty. And she was in labor. And she had on the mesh underwear that they give you in the hospital, <laughs> honestly. And it showed the shape of her butt under that mesh. And it was really neat looking. Oh, my God. I have you a, know, I mean, I don't know if she'd on. go in public like that. Do you know what I mean? Or what? I don't know. I mean, it was. But she did post it. And it was a really pretty <laughs> picture. I re- I was like, this is cool. So I just bought some new underwear. And some of it has a mesh butt. You no, know, it's not. I didn't buy the underwear they you gave me. I was gonna say you have maternity underwear. Yeah, right. Um, it's uh, it's see-through butt underwear, right? And Zelda sees me get dressed. She's like, "Why can I see through the back <laughs> of your underwear?" And I was like, "Well, they're just made that way." She's like, "Cause you want people to see your butt?" And I was like, "I mean, I guess, <laughs> like you know." And I was like, "They're just kind of pretty like that." And she was. She's, She's you confused, brought it up a you few times. your six-year-old. Yeah, she was. She's brought it up a few times. She's like, "Oh, that that see-through butt underwear." Like she'll bring it. Up. <laughs> okay, and then we last, need to make her a pair. Last little tangent on that is she. We were watching a show, and a cartoon character was given a bra, and she was like, "What is that?" I don't really wear don't bras wear right much. now. But <laughs> I do. She sees Well, I know, but I, I think know. about growing up, and I yeah. always saw and knew about bras because, like, you and Hillary and Lindsay. Yeah, you, you know, told me stuff. one time I should always wear one. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I was given good advice <laughs> way back in the day. But anyway, like, right now, with the way um, life and my body is, I'm wearing camisoles. Yeah. I'm just still wearing nursing camisoles, even though I'm 
have not nursed in like three years. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Zelda's like never seen me put on a bra because <laughs> I have a very different body than my mom had when I was younger, which cracks me up. Anyway, so I explained to her what a bra was and that she can wear one if she wants. Yeah, Mallory was about four and you know, walked in the bathroom, I was naked or something, and she just looked at me and goes, you should always wear a bra. And I was like, great, <laughs> great. It made me feel really good. Yeah, it's, you know, when is So it... we all wonder why we have body image issues, right? When is yeah. the right time to explain, you know, the male gaze and whatnot to our kids? <laughs> we'll try to cover that later. Okay, so that's our little spiel on linings. I hate yeah, to say... Yeah, I hope we answer that. You know, that's really depends. general. Mm-hmm. And it does always depend, but you know, you do have, those are things to think of. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think we did a pretty good job covering several things and don't let it be a surprise. Look at your, you know, try it on, Mm -hmm. look at it, uh, and don't try to outsmart a pattern necessarily without some research and some reconnaissance. Okay. ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.